How's it going guys? This is Coach Dan Fagello with the Black Diamond Mixed Martial Arts Academy, owner and head instructor, and here I'm on the RI MMA Podcast Episode 3, where we're going to be talking about kids' self-defense. What's important and what isn't? Big, big, big factors to think about. Uh, ultimately, this kind of boils down in a lot of cases to what self-defense what's important in self-defense for adults as well, but there's some concepts that are especially important with children. With children, uh, there's a lot of push now around the concepts of anti-bullying and the concepts of stranger danger, and I actually see that as a massively positive thing. Children oftentimes do not have a natural sense of suspicion for people that they don't know, not in the same calibrated social way that we do. So they can get the wrong tips as to who's credible and who's not, the wrong idea as to who to trust and who not to trust. As we all know, they're massively susceptible and, and massively retentive to the people who are around them. So if you have a, a horribly mean third grade teacher, you're probably not going to want to keep your child in that class for the entirety of a year if you can help it because it's only going to batter his self-esteem and affect him poorly and it might carry through to a number of grades and might carry through to middle school, high school for all you know. So uh, we all know that children are exceptionally receptive uh, to the messages of potential predators that is also the same or to bullies who are trying to kind of bait them into something, it is also potentially the same. So a big concept in children's self-defense is really understanding who to trust and who not to trust. Um, and that's something that we talk about in our mat chats before and after class with our kids program kids, uh, whether it's in kind of a summer camp scenario or just a regular class. Uh, what's really important to us is to get them to understand those basic tenets and basic concepts. Um, you know, someone who comes up to you and talks to you about, hey, you know, your parents are in the hospital and they told me to pick you up. What do you do in those situations? A lot of children haven't been taught this in traditional elementary school. They're not giving them a breakdown of what's important here. And ultimately, teaching kids how to, you know, punch and kick is very much secondary, very much secondary. I don't care if they're learning nunchucks and they carry their nunchucks with them every day or ninja stars. doesn't matter. Conflict avoidance and keeping themselves safe, especially from predators and the people who are going to, you know, potentially be looking for susceptible children, that's number one. So a kid's self-defense program, anyone that promotes self-defense and is neglecting that element, in my opinion, is doing a massive disservice to the children and also to the parents who they're aiming to get to believe that. So I think that that's the biggest and most important thing. The other most important thing in terms of building real self-defense skills, number one, it takes time. Uh, you can't teach them to spin around a bow staff and expect them to be able to uh, do a chest punch and blow away any adult. It doesn't work that way. Obviously, they're children, um, so conflict avoidance is number one. But when they are learning training techniques, they're learning punches, they're learning grappling techniques, it's important that they really learn how to apply them. So in a lot of martial arts, children are punching and kicking the air solely. Um, they're twiddling around the, the weapons and they're working on their forms in the air. None of that is inherently wrong. Um, I actually think that, you know, Real karate, real taekwondo, those are you know, all respectable, respectable martial arts and things like that. Um, but any, whether it's taekwondo, karate, whatever, any reputable real program um, will involve children actually doing the techniques. So they might actually hit a little pad or they might actually do a little double leg takedown or defend a takedown against one of their peers or you know, pretend with their instructors and things like that. It doesn't imply sparring when they're young. That's not right. That's, that wouldn't be the best thing for them. But it does imply actually using the moves. There's a difference between imagining an opponent is there and just aiming to kind of punch through the air and actually applying the techniques. Um, not necessarily full force, 
but with actual physicality so they get the muscle memory for it. Very, very important in terms of ingraining real self-defense skills that would matter if it ever did matter. Now, of course, we hope that that, that is never the case, um, but we do want to teach skills that would translate if they ever had to. Conflict avoidance, as I said before, is number one. Those are the things that we uh, impart a lot in Black Diamond Mixed Martial Arts for our kids' MMA program. Um, so anywho, uh, our next topic here on the RIMMA podcast is what is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We're going to go into a little bit of history, a little bit of some key uh, self-defense and grappling techniques from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and some fun facts that you probably didn't know. So tune in next time, guys. RIMMA podcast. Again, this is Dan Fagello, Coach Dan Fagello of Black Diamond MMA, signing off, and I'll talk to you guys soon.